Primary healthcare very much back in the news this morning with a report that puts us fifth from bottom in the OECD for GP waiting times. Fifth from last out of 38 OECD nations. Shocking. Could there be any more of a fence at the top of the cliff scenario? Look at it this way. If your car starts making a funny noise, you lift the hood, you look for something obvious, and if that doesn't fix it, you take it down the garage to someone who can. Leaving it just makes things worse. Same with your body, surely. If it starts making funny noises, you have a poke around. If that doesn't fix it, you take yourself off to someone who can. Leaving it just makes things worse. Looking under the hood of these GP wait times reveals a really deep systemic issue with GPs. And GPs themselves say this, quality healthcare is all about access. It is the first thing that goes, access, when a system's failing. And worse than that, in health terms, poor access translates to worse morbidity and mortality figures. On the ground, when people can't access a GP, they get sicker, then they're off to A&E, clogging up those emergency departments for people who actually need immediate care. There's some other factors at play. Bottom of the line, uh, though, it's really pretty plain stuff. We just don't train enough doctors. We haven't got enough GPs. Rather than set up another medical school, as some have been begging for for years and years, or maybe a couple more, what we do instead is import doctors from overseas. Politicians balk at a new medical school. Oh, it's so expensive. Can't afford to make GP visits free. Oh, it's too expensive. I'd argue the other side, you know, and I have done before. This is about the most blatant example of ambulance at the bottom of the cliff mentality. Prevention surely is a heck of a lot better than cure. Next to that, early intervention, primary health care is what we need.